What up, though, everybody, and welcome to the Pop Culture 223 Podcast, your go-to podcast for entertainment, firearms, training, and education. Let's dive into the latest trends, explore firearm topics, and gain valuable training insight. Join us for a dynamic blend of entertainment and expertise. Let's get it popping. What up, though, everybody? This is another episode of the Pop Culture 223. Um, We're in the, back in the studio again. This show, um, man, they threw me off today. They've been, we ain't been talking about a good hour or so right. prior to the podcast. Right. But um, this show is a little different than most of the stuff we got come on here. You know, usually we talk about kicking it about, uh, you know, firearms, community. But it is Black History Month. Come on, give yes, it up. Sir. Don't, even though it's short, you know. So, yes, sir. I met this dude. I got a, a guest today. I met this dude. He's a black author. Like I said, it's Black History Month. He made, he's in the comic book world. I'm going to let him introduce himself. Uh, we met at my job, and I was, you know, me being nosy. He come in all the time. <laughs> so I was just like, man, what you do? He's like, man, I do comics. I'm like, you do comics? You create comics? So, you know, after that, we just start kicking it and getting into it. Um, so I'm going to let him introduce himself. Uh, and then we know it's this. So when you introduce yourself, usually we kind of bears good for this. He kind of cut people off short when they introducing <laughs> themselves. <laughs> so you know, just just tell us a little bit about yourself. Where you from? You know, where you come up from? School, high school, what part of Detroit? Um, how'd you got into comics? You know that little rundown, like a a little mini bio. All right. So my name is Terrell Colbert. I am a multifaceted artist. I uh, do comic books, uh, photography, um, amateur director. I was, uh, I came up on the east side of Detroit. East side? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, he was joking about my high school that I went to. <laughs> I went to Osborne, so. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. I almost went to the Bourne, but I chose, <laughs> I chose otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, uh, I've been drawing my entire life. Uh, you know, the uh, funny thing about that is that is probably my first love. My uh, cousin, when I was younger, he drew a picture of uh, Voltron on a Burger King napkin. Wow. And when he did that, I was just, like, enamored. I was like, okay, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. <laughs> wow. So I, I've been uh, drawing for a while. I uh, I draw a lot of uh, uh, mature stories. Like, I, I really <laughs> don't pull back any punches when it comes to, uh, uh, you know, writing. I usually... Uh, you know, I don't check boxes. I, I draw. I just write and draw from the heart, and uh, so uh, a lot of my stuff is aimed towards a mature audience. Mm-hmm. So I found out another turn because you told me like, because I asked him. You know, I'm trying to do some research, information or whatever. Um, you said it's like horror, sci-fi, and fantasy, right? That's mm-hmm. kind of like your genre. Yeah. But when I get in here today, y'all talking about some. What y'all call it? Swim? <laughs> Anime on Adult Swim. Anime on Adult Swim. Yeah. And I don't even know what that was. So that's more so uh, basically uh, if it were in the animation realm, 
that's what it would be uh, probably featured on so that, you know, you can keep more mature eyes on it rather than, you know, putting it on like something like Cartoon Network, you know, in the daytime and stuff like that. And when I right. say uh, horror, sci-fi, and fantasy, it has those elements. Uh, so like the book that I, I let you guys uh, check out, which is called Yum Toast, it's about a succubus. So there are elements of horror in there, you know what I mean, as, as well as... Uh, you know, uh, uh, it's also like a kind of like a gangster story about a cop pursuing these gangsters in his inner city, and he basically has to fight against the darkness in his heart because of a trauma that happened to him. And uh, the succubus is almost kind of like that evil character on his so on his shoulder, mm -hmm. telling him to do things and stuff. So when I when I uh, when I write this story, I usually draw up on a lot of uh, just uh, um, background of like dark uh, horror stories, like what what elements would come out of that particular relationship between him and this creature, and so like uh, you see the creature turn into different things and also influence him to do certain things and even go off on her own agenda, you know, which is <laughs> as you can see in the first issue, very explicit. So I mean, uh, you know, uh, again, uh, all my stuff isn't just like. Uh, superhero genre you know what i mean my mm -hmm. stuff is more so in that particular pool so if they made a movie about it it would definitely uh probably fall into the horror type of aspect okay so you said you were like a in um the comic book world so what was i looked in it i don't know if you know this but what was the first comic book like what was the, you know the first comic book that was ever printed the first comic book ever yeah, printed when, when it was nah Nineteen thirty-seven, the adventures of old Buck. <laughs> the adventures of old Buck. It's what I, it's old Ham old Buck or something like that. It was released in like Europe or something. And what was old Buck? What was it? Was it? I, I guess it was like an action. It was an adventure. It was an adventure comic. Oh no, that's my first time hearing that, bro. And, I, and then please look it up because I probably just messed up the word. But <laughs> Oldheim old Buck. So and then I started looking. You know, I just I jumped down into it because you know you so went on. down a rabbit hole. Really. I went down a rabbit hole. So what was the first black uh, comic? The first black comic. Mm -hmm. And please do some research because I just like I said I went down a rabbit hole. Uh, I'm I'm at a loss on that one too. It was called Lions of the Jungle. Lions Lion, Lion, Lion Man. That was the oh Lion Man. Oh. I, I have heard of that. Like yeah. I I, I um. Actually, uh, uh, saw somebody doing some research on Lion Man, and I think the gentleman that I that I uh, actually heard talking about it was trying to get the rights to it so he could reissue the comic book because mm. it's been out of press for That's so long. Nineteen forty-seven, I think it was. Mm -hmm. Hey, Barry, this question is for you. What was the first DC black comic? I mean, DC black character. Oh, first DC black character. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm taking this uh, wild stab here because I'm not a DC guy. Um, I, uh, uh, what's my man's name? He's uh, the half. He's like the half machine dude. That's part of the, uh, part of um cyborg. Just cyborg, yeah. That's what, that's that's your answer too. Yeah, no, that's not my answer. What's your answer? That's, that's mine. Cyborg, I, and you know, I don't know. Um, um, man, I'm putting these. I got some good questions. Yeah, this this should have been at the end. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a DC guy at all, at all. I'm, I'm not, I ain't a comic book guy. I'm not, at all. I'm not a huge comic book guy, but I've always loved you know comics though. Yeah, 
I'm gonna just say Black Lightning, but probably not. Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Green Lantern was originally black. That's what it said. Mm. No, no, it was. Wait, it was Hal Jordan at first, and then it, it went to John Stewart. Uh, so John Stewart was. Wait, was John Stewart the first black DC comic? It said character? it's it's a, the first black character in DC was Green Lantern. Mm. That's how it kind of read. Wow, I can believe that though, given the and time then Marvel. DC so what was like the first like? Because they said Black Panther was like the first Marvel kind of character. Did they really? Yeah, that's kind of yeah. Okay. He was because um, I was trying to decide. I can't, I can't remember the year, but yeah, Black Panther was the first, and and it was I want to say either it was around civil rights or right before. What was did it give the year? He said, uh, no, nah, it didn't. It says, it's, it's got to be in some between, what, 1947? Because yeah, I would have thought it would have been between Power Man and uh, Black Panther. It, it was, was it, it was, I, I kind of remember this story, or that it was, it was Black Panther. And I think it was, and that's why I say it was around, like, the, the Civil Rights Movement era. Because I think that's part of the reason why he got the name. I don't think it was associated with the Black Panthers. Mm -hmm. But I, it, it has something to do with, like, black empowerment type of thing. It's, and giving black people a character to look, look forward to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want to say it was like around that time, like maybe either like right before or right at the time of something like that. Yeah. Well, you know, I forgot to mention this too, man. Um, one of our affiliates of today's show is Farium Legal Protection. And like you said, me, you know, me and Barry carry. So if you are a CPL holder and you carry a firearm, please get us a Firearms Legal Protection. They will protect you as long as you protect yourself. Yes, so sir. look them up in the feed. I'm going to have the information, drop the little uh, coupon uh, link, and then, like I said, just go on there, and then you get a discount on your subscription. So please go look up Firearms Legal Protection. As long as you can protect yourself, they will protect you. Um, so I had to throw that in there. So let's get, you know, I got another question. Wait, I got a question for y'all. <laughs> <real quick. laughs> now, what do y'all think of uh, characters uh, like uh, uh, Miles Morales? I love Miles. Okay. I love Miles for the for the fact that so Okay, who's Miles which one is Miles Morales? So 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 Miles Morales is the half black, half Latino Spider Man. He who's a teenager. He's the one now that like when you see the comics just uh into the Spider Verse and all that stuff. So he's I, I love Miles for the fact that how do I wanna say this? It's like black Superman or or uh Falcon's version of um Captain America. Because I like to see the the everybody's mainstream hero, you know, you know, have be able to be relatable to us or people that look like us. And I I think he's I think I like and I like it also the fact that he doesn't just have the carbon copy Spider Man skill set. Like he's got his own skill set as well that's different. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you if you really look at Miles, I, I'm a, I'm gonna ruffle some feathers. But if you really look at Miles, Miles probably has a better skill set than Peter Parker. But it's just that Peter just probably knows how to use his better. All right. Now, I despise Miles and the concept of black Superman. Really? Yeah. Uh, you know, I have a better appreciation for him after the first Spider-Man movie that he had, okay. that solo. Like, okay. I thought his character was more flushed out then. Okay. But the idea of repurposing, you know, re re it feels like it's kind of repurposed material. Like when they take those uh, those names and they put like the black Superman. You right. Know what I mean, right. I would prefer for him to stand on his own identity. And I knew you was going there, and I, and I I I agree with that wholeheartedly. But the reason why I still like it, mm -hmm. even though with that, is because 
like we just talked about Black Panther being the first um, black comic. I hate the that they give to me to previously a lot of black uh, superheroes mm-hmm. have names or have storylines that are just like not well put put together. They've yeah. been kind of thrown out, and I they're just there. Agree. And there's so many that that have made it through. Like you got the storms, and you got you know mm-hmm. so many others, and you got you know Spawn and certain others that have been. But there's been so many that haven't mm-hmm. that just been given like you know, crazy names or something just to kind of throw out there. And it was like, well, we'll do this for the black people and put it out there. Well, that's why I say yeah. that. I'm like, okay, put the amount of effort that you put into exactly. these other characters into a black character. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, uh, Blade's just sitting there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, why can't Blade uh, basically uh, evolve through the years? You know, he's a freaking exactly. daywalker. He's exactly. the only vampire that can walk in right. the daylight. Right. So, uh, why can't his 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 mutation in a way kind of like evolve over time and he becomes even something greater? But it's like they just stop there. He's like the black vampire, right? And then you know the same thing with uh, Luke Cage, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's like Luke Cage is he's got his his regular clothes that he wears all day. He doesn't even have a specific suit like Superman has. So my thing is put the effort into the black characters because when you give us a black Captain America. I think uh, the overall thing, first of all, uh, especially with, I'm going to deviate just a little bit, but the, like like the thing with the uh, Little Mermaid, like now there could have been like someone in that particular universe that you could have gave her her own story. Mm. This Black Mermaid could have had her own story. She didn't have to be this. She didn't have to be Ariel. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Now, I understand why you did it, and I I love the fact that little girls was looking at that and smiling, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. the thing is, is that if she had her own identity and she wasn't associated with that, she could stand on her own, and that could be something we can take and be like, this is ours, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? We don't have to, like, really share this. In ter- and, in, and in terms of Miles, I think that's why I like Miles, because, again, like I said, he has his own skill set. He is yeah, the outlier, yeah, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. like I said, after that first movie, I was like, they didn't yeah. check boxes on this. Mm-hmm. They actually gave him character development, mm-hmm. you know what and, I mean? And, and, and it's funny you said that about Luke Cage, because, <laughs> dog, did you ever watch Luke Cage? Yeah, because I was going to ask him, why did Luke Cage necessarily need a suit? Like, did that make him an actual super? I mean, in that aspect how you creating comics or superheroes did he needed a suit so, he didn't need a suit but he needed branding he right, needed something right. that you look at and you be like that's luke cage you know right. what i'm saying instead of him just like if somebody if somebody draws him you know what i mean they need some identifying factor in mm-hmm. comics to be like this is luke cage now before he had this uh he had this yellow shirt mm-hmm. he had like this crown thing and then he had some chains on I was, his hand. I was gonna say comic book luke cage is different from what marvel mcu luke cage is yeah you know what I'm saying? And and that's and that's what I was about to get into. That's the thing that I I loved about Luke Cage, but I hated about Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. I thought the I thought the the Netflix series, which ironically, I, I went back and since I'm a Marvel guy, I'm a Marvel fanatic. I'm the guy that literally, you know what I'm saying, probably in like a vein how you would. Some people don't like certain things because it's it's not this or it's not that, but I want to see it to see how it's done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I and I don't care how bad it may be. Mm-hmm. In terms of what your fandom is, but it has a place in the story. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I want to see where that place does. And because if you, okay, some people don't like the Marvels, but there's parts of the Marvels that I can already see that's going to basically lead up to other parts of other movies of the dynasty or the saga that they're telling. So it's like trying to put a puzzle together. 
without certain puzzle pieces and then trying to see the whole picture. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. But I think that the thing with Luke Cage was, like I said, ironically, I, I'm, I'm back watching that whole Defender series. Yeah. Because once I started to watch Echo, you know, you got to put it on, you know, TVMA for, to be able to watch that. Mm-hmm. But when you do that on Disney Plus, it unlocks all the other stuff on there that you didn't know was actually on Disney Plus. Yeah. Bro. And I'm like, daughter, I'm like, what? They got Defenders? I'm like, they got Punishers on here. They got this on here. They got. Th- I didn't oh, even okay. know that. I was about to call them. Yeah. Like, what is this lock on my stuff? Right. I pay a bill. Yeah. What so, this, so, this so once I changed from? it to watch Echo, I'm like, all that other stuff popped up. So I'm going back. So now I'm like, I'm in Jessica Jones season one now. And I, you know, I don't went through Daredevil, blah, blah, blah. But getting back to it with the Luke Cage thing, it's like they didn't, they, they kind of fell it to the same point where it's Luke Cage and he's, he is what he is, but it's just, he's pigeonholed to be the local hero. Yeah. The yep. small time mm-hmm. hero. He's not mm-hmm. the big time guy that he really is mm-hmm. because like, if you really, if you really, and I'm not big into comics like that. I, I know one of my homeboys, shout out to my man Rob, who's, who's really big into comics. He got me watching. Uh, uh, it's on Amazon. It's a comics thing that uh, Amazon Invincible? has. Invincible. No, no, no. It's a, it's a whole like you know Amazon got like Prime and all. It's a whole comics thing that Amazon has where you can get a subscription. Oh, Comicsology. Yeah, Comicsology. Yeah. So he had me into that. So I started getting into other comics that I didn't even know existed. From being, you know, from being a kid and stop watching X Men and stuff to mm-hmm. stand the third, so he put me up on it and I started getting back in with House of M. Yeah. So as I'm watching and you know looking and reading House of M on my phone, they start talking about Luke Cage and bringing him into the fold and so forth. And it's like then you start realizing like, yo, he actually was a, a semi major character yeah. in terms of mm-hmm. you know Avengers and the whole Marvel you know shit mm-hmm. as far as the comics go. Yeah. And but they only did it like when it was like times like that where it's like they're all together. They, they never like stand alone. They didn't do him the justice that they should have done or that they did do for Black Panther. I'll say it like that. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. You know what they saying? missed a, a, a an opportunity with Luke Cage because yeah. it was one of those, uh, especially around the time the Netflix shows was going. This is a bullet. T- Proof dude, yes. walking around Harlem. Black dude, walking around Harlem. Yes, walking around Harlem. I will tell you now. You want to talk about branding? Him with that hoodie on mm-hmm. and having bullet holes in that it. That was branding. That was grimy as hell. I was like, that's <laughs> yes. Swedish. Yeah. That's sweet as hell. Yeah. Man, but man, like, man wanted one in all. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like when you think of uh, you know like uh, different things that are iconic that stand out, like you look at Spawn. Yep. Spawn got chains that comes out of his cape. He yep. got that red cloak. He's branded. Yep. Yep. If I drew, if I sat down here and somebody said draw Spawn, I'm like, oh, I got right. this. I got this. But if I, if someone says draw Luke Cage, I'm thinking, which Luke Cage right. are you gonna like right. really identify? Which one you want with? me to do? Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying. Like the one that I grew up with, because I can draw old school Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. Or are you, you know, thinking about the one that Netflix put out and stuff? And I, you know, again, um. And it's funny that Todd McFarlane, the white mm-hmm. dude, created Spawn, created Spawn which yeah. is, yeah. man, just a fantastic character, man. Like, there are so many levels to that particular character, the anguish that he went through, you know, him getting murdered, sent to hell, and his best friend hooking up with his wife and shit like that. And he's got a battle between, am I just going to kill people or or am I going to fight for justice? Another right. A brother right. go to jail, his homie, his homie, his homie started knocking, yeah, <laughs> knocking off his girl. Knocking off his girl, like That sounds like, yes. like every trap yes. song. Yes. <laughs> okay, so let me Real ask you this. Shit. 
So when you creating, like, what inspires you, like, in those, like, those topics, like fantasy, horror, and sci-fi? Like, where you, where do you get your creativity from? Like, where do creativity juices come mm. from? Because I mean, you come from, like I said, I know what's, I know where you, I know where Osborne at. We all know Seven <laughs> Mile. We all know that yeah. corridor. Mm-hmm. So, like, where do you, where you, where do you get your, um, your juices from? Cause you said you know the what is it yummy yum toast yum toast yeah <laughs> and people walking the streets over there that's yo bro that's branded like yeah. I just say look check out yum toast hell and yeah. that's usually where I go I go to what haven't people seen before and what's unusual what's going to make people be like you know what's going to stick out in people's brains like you know when they hear it like I'm working on something called the blue bomb shell right now too but uh, you know when it comes to naming I'm thinking of what's brand what's going to make this character stand out i can work on all the uh stuff after the fact but i want to get that that first thing down which is like the name like when i hear spawn my mind automatically goes there so that's the first thing that comes out but when it comes to uh uh you know creating stories and stuff i really draw upon a lot of old books and uh old uh like shows and stuff like that, because I feel like uh, definitely the writing nowadays is so just generic. Like everybody's checking boxes and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? So like, if I'm going to create a black character, this black character has to be able to name. stand on their own. They have to exist in this universe. And when you look at my black character, you know, you know what you know exactly who this character is. It doesn't blend in with the rest of the generic characters. Like you remember back in the day when Marvel used to draw all the black people with high top fades mm-hmm. and shit. Mm-hmm. None of them had different hairstyles mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Right. So like, you know, um, my thing is is like, uh, you know, even with afros today, you know what I mean. Like I'll draw like a, a afro kind of sloped or like I'll give a perfectly round one or something like that. But if I do that, I'm doing it for a purpose, you know what I mean? And then, you know, I circle back and I might reinvent a, uh, a character and it's probably not my supporting character. But like whenever I, oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. But whenever, I, yeah, I uh, draw up on like uh, any type of like uh, inspiration and stuff, I really fall back to like the, like the old school stuff. Like I like how um retro like the old school Luke Cage comics and stuff like that used to look like the Iron Fist comics mm-hmm. and different stuff like that. So I kinda like pull out that retro appeal. Like even when I'm at shows, I don't like sell my books there. Like I sell prints, I sell uh uh stickers and different promotional stuff like that. But like my prints will be like, you know, Transformers, Thundercats, different stuff like that. It'd be a lot of retro stuff. So, like, I have kids coming up to me. Artwork and stuff that you've done. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'll have kids coming up to me like, oh, man, oh, it's the Dinobots. It's, it's mm-hmm. this and that and the other. It's like, oh, man, my, my dad had me da-da-da-da. And, you know, that inspires me right there because it's like, oh, sh- you right. know, your dad right. put you on right. to, like, the good right. stuff. Right. right, You know what I mean? And 80s stuff, right, yes. right, right. And I'll ask them, too, and they're just like, oh, I just like the, the the stuff from that era because it just seemed like it was more real. And I'm mm-hmm. like... Well, only why I say because you said, you know, into the gangster world and, like, the Yum Toast. Is that the name of the comic? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the what's the black character's name? 
Uh, Blue, Detective Blue. Detective Blue. So he old school. Like, if you see him in the picture, like, he got the hot tops, he got a fro, yeah. he got glasses, and he got a big boy revolver. I said, bro. There we go. I was there like, I was like. He, so got, you that, he got that Clint Eastwood. Yeah, right. He got the That's what he said. And, and it's crazy. He said, he, he, you know, he the old gangster stuff in the back in the 80s, like, the city was like, gang, like, Detroit mm-hmm. was gangster. Right. You know, yeah. back in the So when I seen him, when you said that, it just made me think, like, that's why he looked like that. Like yeah. he got like bell bottoms, he got a jacket, he got, <laughs> he got the glasses. He don't that's look like Eddie Murphy and Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> right, like right. he got the revolver. He different. He, different. he yeah. different. And I was just like, you know, I was trying to relate, you know, talk to Terrell, like, look, you know, we gun guys. And I said, so like, why'd you give him that blast? <laughs> Cause it's, it's it's a it's a period piece. It, it fits the and that was it the fits thing. the style, yeah. And that was the thing because it it was the idea that like if this is going to be um if he's going to have a piece, you know his 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 uh he doesn't plan to shoot it, but if he has to shoot it, he won't miss. You know what I mean? So I want to give him that particular. Uh, hey, he got a big old three. <laughs> he got a big old uh, marks ball, uh, uh, three five seven something huge. Telling me he ain't gonna miss. <laughs> hey, hey, real quick, pause for the cause. Shout out to Dre for bringing bringing through the official snack of the show. One of them, you know, the, the one of official snacks gummies. of the show. Yeah, the, 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 the life official snack. Yeah, the, oh, the yeah, lifesaver yeah. gummies. He brought the exotics this time. We about to get it in. He brought the big bag he too. The big ball. Yeah, yeah, he brought so, the big bag. So, so I got, I got a couple questions. One of them is probably we probably want to circling back to the one because you was talking about what the shows was gonna get. Into like Comic Con and stuff, but mm. what do you you ever heard it heard of this guy? What what do you think of and Dre? You we gonna talk off camera because because he he wanted them dudes too, so you you would love my man's. What what do you think of Afro Samurai? Oh, I love Afro Samurai. Dog, so Afro Samurai is killer, man. Like I, I wished it I wished it could have went longer than what me it too. Did. Oh my god, you you were, you up on Afro Samurai? Man, I don't know nothing about comic books. So, I couldn't even so, read them right. So Afro Samurai wasn't really a comic. Or was it a comic? I don't know if it was a comic, but I know it was it was a it was a, it was it, an anime. I think it started out as a a manga, but okay. Uh, okay. like I remember uh, Samuel L. Jackson telling the story of how he actually got the role and stuff. He okay. like saw the statue sitting on his uh, mm. on his uh, manager's okay. desk, okay. and he's like, "What's that?" And he's like, "Oh, that's this anime that they're working on right now called mm. Afro Samurai." And he's like, you got a voice actor for it already? Right, he's right. like, no. He's like, I want to be that. Right, right. <laughs> but so, so, Afro, so is, is is he in there cussing? Man, yeah, he in there. Yeah, yeah, he in there. <laughs> he in there doing a lot of. <laughs> he in there doing him, darling. Listen, listen, listen. I got it. I'll let you get it. Okay. It's so I good. gotta get it back. <laughs> yeah. I'll, like, like, I like, fill up to like, the fullest like, on this like, one. Like, I'll, I'll let some look, look. This, this the nerd I am when it comes to like sci-fi and stuff like that. I had a copy of Hackers on DVD, and I let a friend of mine borrow it, and that was like in 2002, and I ain't seen it since, <laughs> and I've been wanting to buy it, but I'm like, I can't even ask her about it because I know it's gone. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm still hurt about it, but whatever. Because yeah. to me, the way it was done, that's a cold movie, but that's mm-hmm. whatever. Dog, I can let you borrow that from Samurai. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's on DVD, so you got to, you know, put it in the, in Man, the, in the it PlayStation, was so Xbox, or whatever. Fire, but, dog, too. The, the idea of the monks and yes. stuff, like how yes. they was just like... Yes. They was grimy as hell. So, so, so basically, and like the RZA did, like all the sound, like all the music and everything. So it's got like that kind of Wu Tang oh, kind of so vibe good, and everything. Yeah. Dog, it's literally just that. It's a black samurai, mm-hmm. and like a lot of people. So like some people don't think. So a lot of people think that yo, he did it as a black samurai to kind of you know bridge the gap because of, you know it's RZA, Wu Tang, black, blah 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 blah, Asian culture, samurai, woo woo. Mm-hmm. What a lot of people don't know is. 
at one point in time, there were actually a lot of black samurai. I think people come more aware and more woke to that. I like not woke, but doing education. People like I knew it was a black samurai. Yeah, yeah, that, they were they were black Asian people. You know, what I'm saying so they really were legit black samurais out there. Black knees for real. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. a lot of people don't notice. So when they start doing stuff like that, a lot of people think it's just the interpretation of what a black samurai would be or what a black yeah. martial artist or a black anime or manga, blah, blah, blah. But it's really off of culture. You just yes. got to dig into it to find it and know it. You know what I mean? But let me tell you, though, if they were to, like, make that current day, oh, it would man. be whack as shit. Because oh, right, cause back, because when they made when they that, the dialogue was perfect. It was perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, any of that could have came off as cheesy or, yes. or whatnot, but yes. they, the way they did it, yes. the soundtrack behind it, yes. and the animation, everything yes. was just everything on point. was on point, And man. even the relationship that he had with his dad being mm-hmm. the number one, being, mm-hmm. the, being dethroned and mm-hmm. stuff like that, that's relatable universal. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. that's what I say. Like, when you try to check these uh, diversity boxes and shit like that because you think that somebody won't understand this because this character is is not white, this character is not black or Asian or whatnot, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? If that character's story is compelling enough, they're going to they gonna be it relatable. Matter what it, it don't is. matter. Yeah. yeah, you'll find a way to relate to it. Mm-hmm. Now, my, my second one, going back, like you talked about there, so, so I was going to ask you, <clears throat> excuse me, I was going to ask you if you had, had done or do Comic-Con when it comes, so apparently you do. Mm-hmm. How, how is that experience for you, though? Oh, I love it. Delve into that a little more, because I was going to ask mm-hmm. you, you know, you kind of already <laughs> checked those boxes or answered those yeah. questions about do you sell your books and how Yeah, I sell my books mostly online because I have, uh, I usually do crowdfunding for it, okay. you know, just to see if there's an audience for it. And they usually do really well with the crowdfunding, so I keep that purport, that that basically online mm-hmm. and uh at conventions you know they can be more kid friendly right so i don't like to put that type of material What's in front of uh, kids gotcha. so that's why i do a lot of uh like commission work and mm-hmm. uh you know prints and stuff like that at shows so when kids come up to me and you know they ask me to draw iron man it's more or family like friendly that. yeah you can actually you know sell more and do mm-hmm. the whole I get absolutely all that. oh man but it's fun as hell man i, I love when uh the uh, kids come up and start having a dialogue with mm-hmm. me about uh, you know, whatever show they might be watching or mm-hmm. how do you draw this? How do you get here? There's this one kid <laughs> like from uh, and I it's kind of funny because each year he gets taller, but like he's like he still ba- comes through. You yeah. can see, <laughs> see his growth and progression. Yeah. <laughs> it's been like the past two years he comes to the convention and he'll seek me out and you know, one time he actually had me uh, ship a commission to uh, his house because his, he, had, he couldn't stay at the convention that long so gotcha. he, he had to have it shipped to his house but he came he he come uh he came up to me the first year and he had his little character drawn out and he was like can you draw this character i just want to see how it'd be drawn in your style i was like well what's wrong with your style i was like i i like your style why don't you right. build on this and he was like well you know i would just like to draw hands better <laughs> so i was like would you like me to draw a set of hands he was like I want you to draw my character. (laughs) I was like, bet. All right, Right. I'll draw your character. But I I drew that character for him, and uh, the next year his dad told me that he's been using that as a springboard Mm. to kind of, like, you know, improve his stuff. So, like, I, you know, I get it. But I, yeah, I definitely didn't want him to be disenchanted. Right, you right, know what I mean? Right. So <laughs> that's 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 cool that you said, and you said he's a he's a white. I mean, he's uh, he did. Yeah, this particular kid was white. Yeah, so that's, it's just dope to hear that it, it, they don't care. 
You know right. what I'm saying? He oh no, like, they don't. They, don't, they like, hey man, you you, you you it's about the artistry. You you yeah. you creative. You can draw. I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? His dad like, hey, go ahead. You know, you know what, what I found though? I found that uh, the black kids are a little bit more shy mm-hmm. when they when they come to the booth and stuff. Like their parents are asking the questions, and you know. I generally have to talk to them to get them to open up. Like, well, you know what I'm saying? Let me uh, see your portfolio. And, you know, they'll start showing me their stuff on their phone. And, I, you know, I'm like, oh, this is nice. I was like, I would love to see, you know, the physical version of it. Like, maybe you get you a little portfolio, bring it here next time, and we can, right. you know, chop you it up. You're talking to them. So you t- you let them know it's cool to be nerd. Yeah, absolutely. Because, yeah. yeah, I, I, I want to say, I don't want to... Like calling grown men nerds, but it is what it is. It's popular now. Geek and nerds popular. That's why I said weirdos, all you know, yeah, good nerds, what whatever. Is, man. Yeah. You, know, you gotta embrace your weirdness and your nerdness. Absolutely. No matter what it is. I, I got a question and it's going kinda like going back to like the, the Yum Toast or any book. Like, how do you balance the storytelling and like creativity to like to get across a message? Cause you know you got some stories you can read that you like oh that was cool but it was a message hidden in there about social, uh, political, economics and all that. Like, do you add that, incorporate that into your your um into your uh, comics? I don't uh, focus on the message. I think that a lot of times when you do that, uh, you tend to water down a, or dilute your creative process. So I think typically if you're a decent enough writer you already have that ingrained you already have the knowledge that okay this has to go somewhere you know what i mean so when i'm writing there has to be an outcome whether it is good or bad like in the case of yum toast it's a it's a dark story so it's not really going to end well you know what i mean so that there's that particular mm. concept you know what i mean it's just the the method of getting there you know when you when you're trying to get to that destination there should be things that are relatable to people who are like, oh, okay, like, boom. You know, so was he trying to tell a story? But at the same time, uh, you know, again, if I am delivering a message, it's subtle. You know what I mean? It's things that I've been taught, uh, you know, as, you know, as, uh, for, as a youth growing up that I know right from wrong and, you know, this and that and the other. And I'm putting it in there, but I'm not going to inundate my audience with a political message and get them, you know, spoiled on the idea of these characters being put into a box. So, so let's so let's go with that. I got a, I got a quick couple little, little little questions for dialogue here. So, with Yum Toast and, and for y'all, I can see it. I'm there, gonna start like, using that all the time. <laughs> I'm at the ring, Yum Toast. Right. Y'all hear right. like Yum Toast. So, so, so who's the so who are the the, the two main characters? Are Officer uh, is it Officer or Detective Blue? Uh, Detective Blue. Detective Blue and the Succubus, right? Yes. Are those are like the two main. So let me ask you this. How far, because you, you answered that kind of what you said, there's an end to it, right? It's not going to end well, but you also said there's an ending. Mm-hmm. How far do you see Yum Toes going, number one? Number two, do you plan on having any, like you like we kind of talked about and touched on earlier, like any spinoff characters to have their own? Because like you said, a lot of, a lot of characters come from other introductions in other places. Like, a lot yeah. of people are just recently, which is still weird for me, to, but outside of, like, the genre and people that know, mm-hmm. are just now starting to realize that Wolverine wasn't a character until he got introduced in, you know, in, in the Hulk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So then he was, like, a, a character that got introduced. People liked it, so then they started, and, you know, now he's got his own little weapon eggs. Whoa. And blah, blah, blah. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Yeah. Wolverine wasn't really originally, like, X-Men, dude, blah, 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 mm-hmm. weapon X, so forth, so forth. You know the whole thing, 
that character got introduced in The Incredible Hulk. Okay. So and then if people liked it. I mean, hell, I was a Logan fan from day one from seeing him. Like, <laughs> dog got claws, they come out his yeah. hands, yeah, and he, he cut through core. everything. What? And he reheal himself. Yeah. But can you see can you see a world or a place where you have spinoff characters that you do to have their their own comic line? Mm-hmm. So where you may have a Yum Toast, and then let's say then you got another line from some other character that was you know introduced. That's you know what I'm saying. What's, yeah. what's the guy, the ninja? I think the uh, the ninja with the red band. Oh, <laughs> oh, you got a ninja with the red band. Oh, he got a he got a hairy white dude <laughs> jumping up with with a in a ninja outfit. So. <laughs> Oh, well, so, dude, yeah, that sounds like another spinoff right there. So, That's, yeah. What's his name? Well, see, so, uh, so his name is Rocky Devil. But the That's thing is, name. is that. That's a cold name. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Well, in, in that particular, let me comment on that Wolverine <laughs> thing first. Okay, okay. Get, I agree with get you. you. Okay. Let me get you. I agree with you. That uh, Wolverine was like one of my favorites when I was growing up, only because they didn't like uh, make him the rock star to mm-hmm. X-Men until he mm-hmm. got super popular. Right, right. But uh, and, but my main two were always Silver Surfer and Spider-Man. Uh, not Spider-Man, but uh, Batman. Silver Surfer and right. Batman. But uh, yeah, I feel like um, with uh, with Yum Toast, I'm probably going to only just go to like uh, four issues, only because like when you're uh, an indie artist and stuff, you know, you want to work on other projects and you definitely want to make sure that you don't bore your audience or destroy gotcha. your story by going overboard with it. Now, in, in that comic, yeah, I am creating spinoff characters that gotcha. become more interesting. Uh, like April June is one of the characters. Like I'm on issue two right now. I brought you guys issue one, but uh, issue two did really well. And I did hear some feedback uh, from guys who, who have... Uh, characters that they do like the most in the book. So those are the ones that I'll probably focus on at a later date. Gotcha. But right now, I just want to finish the story that I already mm-hmm. have in, in my head. But yeah, I, I do have an idea for spinoff characters, but a lot of times I do try to also um, isolate a story so that I can jump from uh, story to uh, story. Like this one is called Young Toast. I have one that is called o- Ophelia the Wicked, and okay. then I have uh, one called the Blue Bombshell. Right. So, like, I'm trying to make sure that all these characters can stand on their own in their mm-hmm. own uh, worlds, just kind of like how uh, the Crow was. You know what right. I mean? Like he he wrote his story, right. and it was self contained. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I if I do make a volume two, like it's a whole different story about uh, a, a different character, or gotcha. not not different character, but related to the same character. But it's a whole different cast of characters. Mm-hmm. Now, is there any? And see, and and we just got this today. But I almost want to. I'm gonna get you information because what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna get another copy to actually read because I hate. I do too. I hate getting <laughs> stuff that. That's, that, that's why. That's why Clips is like that because it's yeah. like I have stuff that I just haven't touched mm-hmm. that I want to listen to. Like, like it's a copy of. My man Nick Speed's uh, beatdown album. It's like the first album he did. It's all vinyl. There's no, nice, there's man. no digital. There's mm-hmm. no, you know, CDs or whatever. You can only listen to it on vinyl. Yeah. Well, that was when vinyl first started making a comeback. So of course you don't have record players, blah blah. blah. So I've yep. never listened to it. Yeah. But it's <laughs> like it's way. a gem. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I, I've since found anyway. But my point is like, cause I don't want to destroy mm-hmm. the original copy. You yep. know what I'm saying? Cause it's like the artist gave you this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I like, when he do his thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, I got a, I got a one of one, you know what I'm saying, type of scenario. You know what I mean? So it's like the value in that, 
you know what I'm saying? Not even on a resale, but just the value of knowing that you have that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing that I keep. Like, man, I got I got an old Mr. T comic book from when Mr. <laughs> T had a comic. You know what I'm saying? I got yeah. it from those that are unpacked. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna get another copy okay. and I wanna keep following. But I got a I got a confession to make, bro. Let me make my confession first. I'm sorry, wife. I, mean, no, I got a confession. I was in love with Jessica Rabbit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I think a lot of us were. Who bro, yeah, man. I got a confession. I'm sorry, baby. Who I, know, I know I thought I told you everything. But this is a little weird. I was in love with Jessica Rabbit, bro. Shoot, I Someone Roger were. Rabbit, bro, yeah. came out with Jessica Rabbit. It's like... There's a chance a weirdo can get one like that. Yeah, you know For what real. though? That and that's that what pays me about Disney now too, man. They trying to bury that that uh, those characters. I'm like, you know how fun. Uh, I, she was e definitely right. easy on the eyes, right. but the whole I was concept. Like, Damn, rabbit look like that, right? This corny ass rabbit got a uh, bad ass chick like oh, Jessica yeah. Rabbit. Bugs, what's up? <laughs> Pulled her with ease too. Just I'm him. telling you, she was all in. <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's wild. But yeah, I I can see just from like you talking and telling about it two weeks till I get to read it. Mm -hmm. I can see the I can see Officer Blue being a crossover character mm -hmm. in another book, like making a quick cameo about something. You know, see, not not being a part of it, but like in an, in in an issue of this, you something something something. Here come Officer Blue talking about the blah 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 blah. Then he he's gone. You know, see, kinda, I like kind of how like some of the some of the other movies do like with that. You know, yeah. Saying? yeah. And I yeah. love those characters that can play the background where they mm -hmm. push the story along, but you don't notice it. And then, you know, there are specific people who are just pick them out, be like, yeah, this is my favorite right here. Like Irene, she's like one of the main characters too, but she plays the background so well that no nobody really uh, picks up on it. Irene. Rosar Ro Irma. Rosario Dawson's character in all the Defender series. Oh, uh, the, the nurse uh, chick. Uh, night nurse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dog, she... You you don't realize it until you start watching, but like she's in every she she's in is. every Netflix one. She's in she she's in Daredevil. She's in Je is she in Jessica Jones? Yeah, she's in Jessica Jones, I believe. Oh, she's so she, fine she, too, she, man. Yeah, she's fine. <laughs> hey, you know what though? Like, it did, baby, like yeah, there was this Daredevil. exchange. Like now, this was some really good dialogue. There was this exchange between Luke Cage and and Night Nurse where because you know Luke Cage was getting all the girls right, and stuff. Right, right. But like they at the buff shooter, shop. buff shooter, <laughs> right, buff shooter. Right. We got a homeboy called Buff Shooter. Look just like walk, just like Luke Cage. Yeah. I ain't gonna be called Luke Cage. They get ready to walk across the street. They get ready to walk across the street in his in the first series, and he like, yeah, you know, he talking to night nurse. He like, you know what though? Maybe we can get some coffee sometime or something. And she look at him and she like, I am not gonna have sex with you. <laughs> She's like, she was like, you don't even drink coffee. She, she, she had breakfast. I saw you. Right, right. She, she know the play because I because when he first did it with Missy, he was like, let's have, we should go get coffee. She was like, I don't drink coffee. I was like me neither. <laughs> They, they went down through there, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay, bet. I see where this goes. That, yeah, that, 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 I was, that was like, funny. oh, this going to be one of those kind of shows. This was funny. And, and that's what I liked about her character, because her, her crossover appeal for that, it was like she was in all, all of them. Yeah. And, and the way she did it, or the way they did it for her, she had them same kind of elements with all of them, because yeah. it's like, she she basically, I ain't going to say was in love with all, with all the dudes, but like, <laughs> she, she had a thing with Matt. Yep. They never had, you know, they never got busy. She was with Luke, but she was in love with Luke. Yep. Her and whatchamacallit, uh, uh, Iron Fist had more like a kind of cool relationship, but mm -hmm. it still was like an intimate relationship with Danny, though. You know what I mean? So it was That like, was probably one of the least ones I like, uh, uh, that, uh, the Iron Fist one. Everybody they, did, but I, I, 
So like like we said, like, like we talked about with Miss Marvel, I think that one got rushed. Mm, yeah, that's what I said. That one got rushed yep. because they wanted to do that Defender project. Mm -hmm. So they was like, you know what? Hurry up and get this out. Just yeah. hurry up and do that. That's like that's like we had let's say we got a show we trying to do with some somebody that's a a big wig with, you know, four or five different industry dudes and they like, you know, let's say we the had guy was perfect. production and they like, you know right. what? Uh, hurry up and get this this one out of the way because we got to get this over here here. Yep. And I think that's really what happened so it got rushed cuz mm -hmm. the I can see where it could have been great. The guy was perfect. The for guy it. was perfect, and and everything was good. But you could tell, and from the way that they did the other three, mm -hmm. it definitely was rushed. They didn't take their because time because Defenders with it, yeah. was better than what Iron Fist was, mm -hmm. man. Oh John man, when uh, Jessica Jones threw that fucking SUV through that uh, that diner window, I was like, okay, I'm locked in. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this: what what were some like hurdles you had to get over? Especially being a creator, and I said content creator because that's what, well, you know, videos or whatever. Like, what's some of the hurdles you had to get over becoming a, a, a comic book creator or author? And actually, even with the TV shows or shorts, like, what are some, like, hurdles you had to get over? Uh, myself. Because you, sometimes you can get in your own way, you know, especially when it comes to criticism. You got to be able to, like, realize who's just uh, just talking just to be talking and who's actually giving valid criticism. Like, I've had... Uh, you know, a lot of people like comment on my YouTube page about my uh, about my my short films and stuff. But, you know, there are a bunch of people who will say some garbage uh, comments and stuff. And I used to take that to the heart when I first started YouTube. But after a while, you know, I would sift through the comments and I would find some comments where they're like, bro, like um, you got to pay attention to how you line up these shots and stuff, because you know how like when you're shooting a film, like, uh, I forget exactly what the term is called, but when two characters are having a dialogue, they have to be positioned on two sides of the screen. Like, they both can't be on this side of the screen because it's jarring to the viewer. And that's something that I didn't pay attention to at the beginning. Mm. But uh, it made my conversations more fluid, like, after I, you know, started paying attention to how I lined up shots and stuff like that. And we discussed the audio thing and stuff. But, yeah, like, just listening to valid critiques and stuff, that was the one thing I had to get over. Like, not every critique is to just shit on you. You know what I mean? Some critiques right. are to make you better. You know what I mean? But you got to have that discernment uh, on uh, how to be able to accept uh, constructive criticism and also connections like uh, you just can't can't connect with everybody you know some people that you link up with and stuff uh, you get to learn from them you need you get to learn you get to grow you know there's good conversation but if somebody is stagnant and they're because uh, I I did have uh, a couple different partners and stuff and uh, some partners uh, they kind of wanted me to just basically do you know, all the work, and they really wouldn't contribute. And, you know, for the longest time, I'm like, well, this is part of the, the creative process. You know what I mean? I would just write it off and stuff. But I had to start becoming selfish to my time. You know what I mean? Because I'm not getting no younger. You know what I'm saying? So you kind of start having to get selfish with your time, but realize um, what's beneficial to you and what's not. You know what I mean? So you got to kind of cut off that fat and, and not be so caught up on uh, feelings about it. If somebody is like hurt behind it and stuff, you know what I mean? It's, it, it can't be the thing that you're, you're hung up on. You know what I'm saying? Cause some business connections just don't work out and that's just right. the way it is. Well, you know, see, I, see, I, basically, I oh, go ahead. No, no, I, I want you to see, but I basically what I get from that is not worrying about the internet trolls. 
because yeah. it's gonna be a lot of people. You gonna have more, mm-hmm. and, some, and some of them things you gonna have more trolls than you are gonna have real, you know, uh, uh, input. And you gotta surf through all the troll BS Man. to actually get to the input. When we when we put out fan films, like those are the most popular things. Like we put out a Harley Quinn fan film, a Domino fan film, and uh, there was oh, and a, a Gotham City Sirens fan film. And it was funny because we would always get this positive feedback from the nerd community. Everybody be liking it and stuff. And we noticed on every single one of those, there's one dislike. <laughs> So there's this one person who's hitting the thumbs down just because they want to be a part of the the no crowd, the negative crowd. So it's kind of just like, you know, get over it, you know, put it out there, let people see it. You know what I mean? You know, you can look at the the feedback and stuff like that, but don't take it to heart, you know? Well, I've, well, like going down is just this, like I said, content creating, putting stuff on Instagram, put stuff on YouTube, just going down that, that, that whole, um, like getting out your own way, that was definitely like one of my things. Cause I even we have spent all this time creating a, all this film, all this this role, and we spent all this time creating a, a video, even with the podcast, chopping it up, whatever, whatever. You put it out there, and you like, you you looking at the thing like no likes, mm-hmm. right? It's like five no people, likes. ten people, fifteen. No, and they ain't even like on YouTube, like on Instagram, you'd be like, man, I only got. Two likes, five likes, mm-hmm. and you like this was you spent all that time mm-hmm. on YouTube. If I get one person to like it or look at it or this thumbs up, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like that, and I, I don't. It shouldn't be like that. I just put it out there, keep going. But that one, like, okay, cool. One person looked at it. One person liked it. Well, see, and, and then here's the thing, like, um, like when I had first when you first told me about your podcast, when you said pop culture, mm-hmm. I immediately thought something different you know what i mean so it's it's also about your messaging so like i i think like uh so like you guys talk about you know firearms and stuff so like you know sometimes i think it's good to throw curveballs in there so like you know it like say for example if you had a show about that that big ass revolver that the Joker pulled out in bat in the Batman 1989 one, you know what I mean. So if y'all had a whole discussion about that, you know what I'm saying. I know geeks would be interested. Like even if y'all was discussing mm-hmm. how ridiculous it was and how the, we've actually like, I think we've actually had those or talked about doing stuff like that before. Yeah, we, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Movie, movie guns and all kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because I yeah. found that you know I sometimes like like when I put out my old my own movies, the stuff that came out of because a lot of people on my. Uh, YouTube page will be like, why don't you do your own uh, original stuff, da-da-da-da, after they see, like, the fan film stuff. And I put out my stuff, crickets, you know what I mean? (laughs) But, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I I have seen growth because of the fan films. So, like, if I put out the fan films, they're like, oh, okay, what else he got? So then they go through, and then they'll find Mm -hmm. that stuff. And then my hardcore base, which is, uh, like, say, I got, like, 2,000 subscribers to my film page. Now, out of those 2,000 subscribers, all of them will watch the fan film. But uh, for my original films now, 400 of them will watch. So like now I know my base is... Stuff, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now I know what my solid base is. Well, you know, I asked... Well, I think like, a lot of it is taking... Just understanding that it's going to take time, too. Yes, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, mm-hmm. even when, you know, now... Somebody say, okay, well, you know, the questions you have. Oh, this, I take criticism because this ain't no blueprint for this, right? Mm-hmm. We get on here, we talk, we have constructions, we have conversations organic. But if you say something and you give me, like, 
you know, you tell me like, okay, this or fix this or look at this. Like, give me something. This don't say, well, you need to do this and don't say nothing about it. That means you probably just hating or you're not. Give me some good criticism so I can add to it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? To add to it or be different or ask different questions or do some different. Just don't say, well, you need to you need to fix the format. Okay, how? Yeah. See, see, and you know, and you know what I I think the whole the whole thing for me is too, and, and I think all of us is content creators can can kind of get from this or just kind of take this a little bit and i had to because i i'm I'm exactly where, where you at like you said like you do all this that and the third or you put this work in or you put this out there like hey this is my product this is what i do and then like you only get like a, a handful of likes or a handful of comments or whatever but i also look at the tune of who's commenting or how they're coming or how you're recognized because mm -hmm. like recently like as small time as i know i am as far as like likes and people and so forth on Instagram, like I'll jump on somebody's live to see what they're talking about or on somebody's, you know, page or whatever and comment something. Mm -hmm. And they acknowledge me like I'm like I'm not gonna say on their level, but on their level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As far as like no notoriety or people know. Like the time I told you, uh, I hopped on uh I can't think of the dude's name right now off the top of my head, but it was it probably come to me, probably Texas told him or somebody like that. Mm -hmm. And they as soon as I logged in on the thing, it was, hey, Urban Firearm Defense, what up, though? Blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't like a, hey, just acknowledging people. It's just the way he said it. I could tell it was like, dang, that dog actually, you know, know who I am, kind of? Yeah. Because from, you'd be surprised at, like, who does or doesn't pay attention to your, to your, to your, mm -hmm. uh, you know, content. you're a part of a community. Yeah. Like, when yeah. you're a part of a community yeah. like that, like, uh, like with the uh, nerd culture that right. I'm a part of, right. like, you know, Sure, it might take a minute for me to get to where I want to be, but if you're part of that community, they're going to eventually start uplifting right. you. And they're going to give it. you yeah. acknowledgement. Yeah. yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And you do have to be vigilant by mm -hmm. jumping on those lives mm -hmm. and jumping into other discussions to mm -hmm. kind of like, you know, throw your brand out there right. so people can recognize And other people more. can see you. And, and that's stuff. one thing yeah. I probably... <laughs> my homie's like, man, do lives, do lives. And I'm just like... Man, I jump on live and four people be on there. I'm just like, this ain't <laughs> well, I'll be on there and be like, this four people on here. Fuck <laughs> y'all. And me, me and Dre be two of them. <laughs> right. Dre and me. And I'm like, all right, all right, Bear, jump on here and talk to me, dog. I'll be sitting here. Let's talk about something. But you know, I got another question. This is in, because I use this too. How do you think AI is playing a part in being like, creating stuff like comics or characters or even scripts. I got to take on that. Go ahead, man. Um, <laughs> you the man to do this. Well, I, I shit on AI because I, I don't uh, respect the way it's being used currently. Like anytime, oh my God, I can't tell you how many people didn't send me like pictures of dogs with uh, Superman outfits on and shit like that, that they created through <laughs> AI. And I'm just like, you know, look, uh, it's one thing if a lot of this stuff is generated from uh, original uh, content or your own. Say if you're the artist and you took all your images and you put it into that blender. Mm -hmm. But uh, if you're taking shit from the internet and you're throwing it into a blender and then you, you can see the watermark on the side, but it's been distorted because AI can't process the mm -hmm. watermark and shit. I'm just like, I'm, I'm over that. You know what I'm saying? But I do think that, uh, uh, I think that, with AI, it's one of those things where this is a, a a similarly line kind of, you know what I mean? You're you're getting your product, but I think with uh you know actual artists, you're getting um 
hospitality. You're getting people who are catering to your needs. You know what I mean? They're not giving you a uh, they're not giving you a product that's being duplicated like on an assembly line. They're giving you something that is original and that is uh, you know that's got love that was put into it. Like the AI stuff really still feels cold to me. Like I know this is the worst it's probably going to ever be, and then it's it's just going to get better from here. And that's the part that scares me though, because because to Same me, because to me right now, like the way it's being used on a lot of stuff, it's like a higher form of catfishing. Yes, absolutely, it's, I agree with a, that, hundred and ten percent. You look, you look at you like, <laughs> especially with what? the voiceover what? shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it make you kind of look back like, nah, this can't be. And then you, I'm I'm telling you, man, yes. I because I, I can already see it in that direction. Like when I, mm-hmm. I, I can't lie, it, just to be curious. Just to be curious, like when it, like when when Apple first started popping it off with it, I was curious to how I would look at some of that stuff. Yeah. Some of that stuff didn't look cool, but at the same time, in the back of my head, I'm thinking like I Robot, yeah, I'm thinking, you know all this other stuff. And I'm like, Terminator, you know what? Terminator, <laughs> Matrix. I'm like, nah, y'all ain't about to get my 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 AI version body and be able to catfish me to whatever. <laughs> that's what a lot of that stuff is doing, like especially the audio factor mm-hmm. of it now too. Yeah. Oh my goodness, now that's that's the the worst. The best slash worst part about it, dude. Like, and see, you got it. guys like me who've been in the trenches for like years. You know what I mean? Like working on their craft and and stuff like that, trying to get better as artists. And now you got dudes showing at up at comic book conventions with some computer pumping out like these, uh, you know, AI illustrations and mm-hmm. stuff. And now a couple of conventions have shut that shit down. Like, uh, we only sponsor. You know, guys who are actual artists. Right. You know what I mean? Really? And not the, yeah, and not the AI stuff. I'm sure there will probably be conventions for that. People right. who can go to conventions and get AI art. But I think right now, especially with comic book conventions, they want the guys who actually drew the comics by hand or, you know, had some... Use computer or the tablet or yeah, whatever it is. writers and artists right now, for right now. You know what I'm saying? I think that... Uh, it's a smart move to kind of separate that, you know what I mean? Because it's the same thing where they had a guy who was showing up to conventions who was uh, <laughs> who was selling T-shirts where he had took people from, these are artists that I'm sitting next to, who he's taking their artwork, printing it on a, on a, a T-shirt, and he's selling it at conventions and stuff. You got artists going around checking them like, dog, I drew Wait, that. wait, wait, time out. Rewind. He was taking artists that was at, he just happened to grab their stuff from somewhere and was from the it, internet and it was putting on t-shirts and selling it. Yes. That is why we're very like some artists are very secretive about what they're doing. Like I put out a lot of my, like if I draw a series of, of prints, I'll put out the old prints and I'll keep my new prints for my new consumers at, at the comic conventions. Because yes, like if you put your stuff on your social media, there's some guy who's going to save your image and then he'll slap it on a t-shirt. And you, you look, you turn up and look around at a comic convention. They're selling it on, on at a convention. Sometimes they'll even sell it online. Some of those sites get shut down, and sometimes there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, like what what was it in Detroit? Uh, was it the the Lions T-shirts? Yeah, they were talking about them about the bootleg uh, Lions shirts and stuff. They had took like what, about sixty k off the street, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I seen that. <laughs> yeah. They was just like bootleg. Well, you know, I guess people trying to make money, but yeah, yeah. that at a convention, that yeah, yeah, that's a no go. Yeah, <laughs> y'all team up, y'all got gangsters start walking down the hall like we about to go get it. Hey, y'all, right. that's piled up. School, right. school. Remember this? Right. School, school. Right. Woo, woo, woo. Because sometimes you know, especially Nerds like with, up. 
<laughs> you already know. Fan art up. is different. Like if you draw in a picture of uh, of uh, Megatron, you know, in your own version, you have some legal leeway there because it's still it's your artwork, but it's you know it's in the public eye and it's your interpretation of it. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as the artwork is concerned, and I think that is leeway enough. But yeah, when you just totally just start. Stealing people from Artist Alley's artwork and try to, you know, you know repurpose it's it. It's funny that you say that because I, I didn't, the new Transformer with Bumblebee that, like, they went from Transformers and then they went to that, like, that, that new one with Bumblebee with the with the gorillas or whatever it was. Yeah, Beast Wars. I can't, the old one, they looked at more gangster. Like, 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 like Optimus Prime, all that, he was gangster. This new wait, one wait, with wait. the... Wait, wait. This new one with the Beast Wars, he looked all soft. Like, I, I like my man will come drink. out with the thumper and say some old slick Detroit shit on him. <laughs> woo, woo. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to do this, this to you. You got to come over here and get this mic, man. That, that's <laughs> but, that shit right there. The Transformers. I mean, I like the tra- I'm a, I like Transformers. <laughs> saying I didn't you like get the, this mic, man. I need your input. I, I didn't. On this, I didn't dog. like the Beast Wars. How they? How they did Bumblebee and everybody else. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Drake we only got we only got 15 minutes, man. I know, man. But I, I need quick. I need a quick input on Drake because I was about to ask him something about commissioning like a Rodimus Prime or something or a Galvatron oh, for man, my brother. That was, but that was my but, joint. I, but, but, what? but but you understand what I'm saying? Like the like Optimus Prime was gangster in the other ones. He wasn't that gangster in that in that Beast Wars. To I me, typically visually, just, I ain't talking about the story. I'm talking about visual. <laughs> I typically just mess with uh, G1. I don't really. I don't really dive off into the movies, man. Like I thought the first Transformers movie was dope. After that, I don't watch none of them. <laughs> Look, we ain't got time for your food shenanigans, Dre. Yeah, oh man. I know you ain't talking to me about no time, man. <laughs> no, <laughs> man. Hey, that's no bear. bear. Hey, that's bear. Hey, 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 it's my fault this time. I ain't gonna lie. It's my fault this time. Look, I'm just gonna simplify it for you. Authentic Dre and this motherfucker real. <laughs> first off, the authentic Dre. Here. I wasn't really into Beast Wars either. Okay. But the Beast Wars is pre-Optimus Prime. That's why Optimus Prime kind of acquiesced to the Gorilla dude. Because mm-hmm. that was early in Optimus Prime before he became what you got custom to seeing in the Michael Bay stuff where he was that, that gangster, dude. Like, yeah, like, it's a different. Mm, so a little I, bit more I aggressive. I, I was just talking about the 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 Optimus Prime and the Michael Bay's to that one. It's like, man, this dude look he he like well, this, because is, Michael, this is K through eight. But that's because I, I want the street. I want the street option. No, that's because Michael Bay deviated from what Transformers was supposed to be. Hardcore, he deviated. Like people like me that grew up, like literally started from the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's what the Bumblebee and the newest one were doing. People like us who know the hardcore Transformers who didn't care about you redesigning other robots, mm-hmm. giving them other people names. Yeah, cause like I think what was Mirage was a Formula One racer when I grew up, yeah, and now you make him some type of little roaster and stuff like that. Yeah, little, even Devastator. Tiny. Remember right. in the first one, yeah, he was so just that's a bulldozer. To people, that's yeah. offensive to people like us that know mm-hmm. what the real characters were. That's where they're trying to go back. Mm-hmm. Even with the new one that's about to come out, uh, Transformers One. Oh my God! Where they gonna talk about? <laughs> they, they gonna talk about when I, before Optimus Prime was. Before he became Optimus Prime, he was, what the fuck is it, Orion, Orion. Pax or something? Yep, Orion Pax. Mm, yeah. When him and Megatron was first beefed out before everything, before oh, everything yeah. started. Yeah. So yeah, everything, the day Transformers 1 is going to take you from the beginning to when the war started to help you understand everything else. So when they rebooted, you're going to see all like G1 stuff 
mm-hmm. that you can relate to. That's it is because Michael Bay screwed up a lot of stuff. Yeah, he did changing their appearance and stuff. That's why people be confused sometimes. So, so the the, the Beast about. Wars is what they supposed to look like. Beast Wars is prior to if you look at the the movie Beast Wars was like a million years. It's a million years difference. Okay. And they were like back in time, and they've been there. Mm-hmm. Like the Beast Wars, even through all the Transformers that you've been watching, they were there. They were just out the way because that's how they tried to spin it. Because they've been there for like millions of years, and they never. When they gonna do the whole, the whole, the whole uh, dinosaur joint? Cause that was my shit. The Dinobots. Dinobots. Dumb was dumb. But you gonna get that after the reboot? Like they'll yeah. start. This is cyber me in the right way. Yeah, yeah. He, they on on uh, uh, the one he talking about Transformers one. That's gonna be uh, that's gonna be Cybertron. So like that, you remember uh, Bumblebee? How that movie started off, where you saw them all fighting on Cybertron mm-hmm. and stuff. That's what we getting. We getting a whole movie like that. All the human elements and stuff. That's out of the way, so we can we see can where it came to yes. Yeah, so we you'll never see Earth probably till the end of the movie. Yeah, and I'm all for it. I want to see how they get to all right. Know, Jake, get up out of here and stuff. <laughs> but I, I I wasn't dissing it. I was just like, man, he was gangster, you know. No, we just had to like you, man. Yeah, you know? he came in. Now he coming all looking. He looked K through eight. Man, I, 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 knew we had a, I knew we had a case yeah, expert yeah. in the building, so I'm yeah, like, yeah, he a G one fan. Bring in the man, the, the I told maestro. You. Yeah. Yes, sir, that was fire. <laughs> hey, hey, so you want to get into that uh, that one yeah, video? Yeah, man, we had to close it out. We, yeah, before we this, listen, we about to jump into this acorn cop idea, <laughs> man. Like, what was Buddy doing, <laughs> man? Yeah, we like, had, we had fun with that, so we gonna like. I guess my thing was was he so like tuned in or so like on edge? <laughs> Oh my God! That the acorn hit the. Yeah, you saw that. The acorn fell on the car. Was he like, "Hey man, we we on the wrong side of the <laughs> track"? Hey, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play. Just Three tactical rolls. Gun up. Popped up. Goes to one knee. He's shooting at his own damn squad car. He on, uh-oh. Billion. A prone. He down in the A prone. <laughs> he down prone. Oh, drop the gun. Oh, you, did, you get DQ for that, Axe. <laughs> he dropped his mag. There's a civilian in there, handcuffed. Then threw his gun. You get DQ, you drop the gun like that, bro. You going home. Oh, I'm pretty sure. You dropped the mag, threw it on the ground. Tactical breath. What did I just do? I'm hit. Listen, listen, listen. Shots fired. <laughs> yeah, he resigned. Yeah. But yeah, I was trying to save face. He's about to get. Flipped. I just didn't understand. Like it was it. It was one acorn. There wasn't a bunch of like boom, 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 boom. You know how they fall. You be like, okay. It, it was like yeah. two, maybe three acorns at the top of his squad car, and then they didn't even make that loud of a noise. Yeah. He just went off. Do you know how much stress he had to be in Bro. to even hear acorn and just go? You berserk? got the suspect subdued. In the Already. back of your squad car. I mean, like, did he James Bond the shit? Did he just like he respawned a, a gun and just right. Right. <laughs> so with the and what this domestic backstory a little bit, right? Girlfriend car said the car reporter's car stolen. The, like the boyfriend took it. Like so, what was that? that was an argument? She was mad at him. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. The cops respond. I get it. They put him in the back of the car, handcuffed. Whatever. That's another situation. But damn. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be forever called be called the acorn hood. Like dog, don't go there. Some acorns gonna right, get you. Right, the acorns gonna get you, dog. Acorns, dog. But then they dump off in the car. Your man let off like two and a half Hondo rolls, as I like to call them <laughs> SWAT, dog. He just 
<laughs> man, not, not Honda. What was my man's name? What was, what was the lead character's name in uh in uh SWAT the movie? No, 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 the white guy, man, the white dude. Oh, yeah, I don't remember. Hondo, we gonna call him Hondo Rose. The Hondo Rose. But see, the bad street. That's what was street. street. But the, the funny thing rolls, about it, I man, guarantee you, everybody in the community was like, one, two. <laughs> Damn, he rolled three times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, listen. Right. Yep. I mean, he was like, "Shit, I was I trained mean, for this. Let's go." Wait, wait, roll, wait, roll. It, That's it, why his partner started it, dumping it, like that. And then laid out like he really was hit. Like <laughs> <laughs> nah, that I mean, dude. That dude had adrenaline going through his body, and he look, just said to himself, "There, it was an acorn." There is an extended version of that where at, they're having a conversation with him after the fact, and he's like leaning up against the, the house. Car. Yeah. Uh -huh. he, He's, he's leaning up against a house, breathing hard and shit, trying to tell his story. It's like, bro, you gonna have to, you gonna, <laughs> you gonna have to tell this acorn story. I don't give a fuck how you spin it now. That shit is on video. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I'm just like, yeah, he's recently fired and da 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 da. But do it kill me when the the re, the video showed the acorn, the one acorn hitting the top of the car. <laughs> Resigned. Resigned. Listen, um, that loss is about to be. I, I'm just tripping that he, that he ain't like kind of like in no trouble. Trouble. Like, His girlfriend was hollering too. She thought her, she, she thought her man was out of there. She was. She wish she been late that call. I bet. I bet you that. I'm telling you, you gotta be careful when you be making that call and shit. And then, is it, it really that you know? Serious? <laughs> you mad at him because he didn't pick up the call, the send text right. back or whatever? But um, I mean, when somebody scuff your finger and run three blocks to get away from you and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, look, it's, it's dangerous for us out here, <laughs> and you still get in trouble. Damn, in the field. So, so look, we 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 bought at we we at almost the end, man. Like I would say, y'all talked about a good two hours prior to the podcast. <laughs> That bear trying to kick me off. It, I don't understand. It, 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 it was shit. about an hour, but, but hey, we over an hour now. Nah, we we went over time. Okay, but yeah, that's yeah. whatever. So look, Terrell, <laughs> tell us where they can find you at. They can you know follow, especially your your page, your your short films, and all that good that good stuff. I don't know if you're on Instagram. Um, yep, I am on Instagram. Okay. You can also find me at uh, lastsuncomics.com. That has all my social media accounts and stuff on it, as well as my store where you can find my books and prints and everything. I'm gonna lock that in right now. You said last like L A S T. Yep, suncomics.com. So that's all. That's that. so it's based like Linktree. They can find all your. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Cool. 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 Uh, like I said, thanks for coming on the show, man. Um, yep. Like I said, you you've been a good sport, man. You and Barry really jumped off into something. I'm sitting here, like, cause I was like, man, I seen the comics. I was like, man, I don't know which way we about to go with this. Yeah, I asked you this, in the beginning, this, like, this. I love geek stuff, man. I could talk about that all day. He was like, yeah, I know, because I was okay. So when you seen you said you seen the pop culture podcast two to three, what did you think? Like, what was your first impression? Uh, pop culture, I I associated it with, you know, just a bunch of uh, geek culture type stuff, like, you know, talking about, uh, you know, uh, shows and uh, comics and, and different stuff, cartoons, stuff like that. Well, you came on the sh show. We, throw, we threw him a curveball. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> well, that's what I was trying to say. You know, we talk about guns, we geek out, but I thought it was, you came in there, I was just like, look, black comic, 
I want to see or hear your story. So it's well, I appreciate other, that. We got other uh, interests besides just guns too. So yeah. you know that's why it's for the culture. You it's know, for we the talk culture. about everything. You know, yeah. we talk. We kind of talk about everything. No, I love the seasoning, man. Y'all, yeah. y'all were like very gracious hosts. So I really appreciate, appreciate y'all having right. me. Right. So I hope everybody enjoyed it. I was, I was more of a listener than I was. I don't know. We're out. Maybe I was just production dude. Just I love Cam's commentary, man. He just be like soaking up everything. Because I'm sitting here like. The camera on me. I ain't saying shit. I'm just listening to you, you bums over here talking about. I was like, I don't listen, man. I know, I know Wolverine, and Storm, shit. Hell, y'all talking about names and all that crap. I don't know none of that shit. My homeboy is called Buff Shooter. He looked like Cage. Buff Shooter. He still doesn't like Luke he look like Cage. Cage. Oh my god. Yeah. So oh my I hope, god. I hope the audience enjoys the curveball we threw him today. You know what I'm saying? We could have. And I'm going to get you the Afro Sam right now. When you watch it, you're going to be like, damn, it's oh, wild. Right. That's you know, fine. y'all talking about the the, the, the dynamite and, 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 and uh, <laughs> what's your boy's name? Dynamite. Oh, Michael J. White. Yeah, Michael J. White. Do we got time? Well, he, he had a little issue with Michael J. White. He said no, Michael J. White. I had no issues with him. Like, look, oh, yeah. Okay. I don't want no smoke, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Cat Williams, you ain't talking about me. What's going on? <laughs> right. right. Boosie say, I don't want none of that. Nope. Boosie no, say, no. I don't want Cat Williams, I don't want none of that smoke. Oh, <laughs> I don't want none of that smoke, man. But it was cool, man. I was, I learned a lot. Listen, we, we laughed, we joked. I told him at the end of the day, though, we talked a lot of jokes. We kick it. Right. It's more of an open concept. But you gave me some ideas, man. That would be a dope little video to do about the Joker and all the like comic mm-hmm. book guns and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So we got you got to work on that movie um, guns and stuff like movie that. Movie guns. Yeah, yeah. yeah he pulled. I don't even know too. what that gun would even be called because that thing kept going. Yeah. <laughs> 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 One handed, yeah. You cannot shoot a right hand. He used it later. The flag came out, yeah, right? And it was shorter. <laughs> Boom, bing. You know the whole comic book. Boom, bing. Guns went. But uh, that's it from us, man. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Please hit that that like button and subscribe button. So quick, so fast. Yes, sir. You know. And like I said before, game recognize game. We recognize you. So please recognize us. And we out. Peace.